Momentum Podcast, helping you develop a partner network that enables ministry to happen. And welcome to the Momentum Podcast. My name is Daryl Parsons, and joining me, Naomi Vandevish. How are you doing, hey. Naomi? I'm doing well. How are you, Daryl? I'm doing very well and uh, pretty excited today for uh, this Momentum podcast. We're going to talk to some of our administrative staff from across the Mm -hmm. country and uh, learn a little bit about what it is like for admin staff raising support. And I want to put this one out there right at the beginning, Naomi. Uh, if you okay. are not an admin staff and you're thinking, okay, I can stop listening right now, I would encourage you to stick with us on this one because uh, you might find some useful insight that will help you in your own partner development, even if you're not an admin person. And also, you might learn a little bit about how you can better support the people who make it possible for you to get paid. <laughs> That's kind of how I like so to remind true. people is if that admin team isn't in the background doing what they do, there's a lot of important things that don't happen, including uh, you maybe not getting uh, your uh, gifts processed, right? So anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. So who have we got I, with us today for our first ever Momentum panel discussion? We have three administrators from across the country, Dana McMahon, Jen Kahn, and Melissa Kuypers. So the first thing we want to do is get you to introduce yourselves to us. Um, tell us a bit about your role with YFC or YU and how long you've been with us. And um, yeah, anything that might be relevant to this conversation. Why don't we start with you, Dana? Okay, um, I am the executive assistant, assistant for the people development team, as well as being the Eastern training coordinator. And I've been with YFC uh, eight years, but only in my current role for the last three years. Awesome. Thanks. How about you, Jen? Uh, Hi there. So I'm the assistant to the ministry director at YU in Toronto, and I have been in my role for almost three years now. Great. Thanks. Melissa, your turn. Um, My my current role is development coordinator, um, but I've only been in this role for about uh, eight months. And before that, I was doing a director's role with a um, housing program and frontline ministry in schools. So I've been with Youth for Christ for eight years now. What chapter are you in? Central Alberta. Central Alberta. That's great. A little bit of a variety of experiences there uh, in different types of ministry. So actually, for some of you, uh, you could actually speak to ministry from a couple of different perspectives, not just the the administrative role. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, So part of the reason for our call is we often talk to people who are administrative staff and they find ministry partner development um, can have challenges that are different than what a frontline staff might experience. What do you find the most challenging when it comes to raising personal support? Well, I can answer a little bit of that. I think uh, one of the biggest things I had to first overcome was just my own mindset going into support raising. Um, I enjoy being in a supporting behind the scenes role. So going uh, out and approaching people 
and asking them for financial support uh, in addition to prayer support, of course, uh, was something that did not come at all naturally to me. Mm. And Mm -hmm. so that, that was probably, I was my own worst enemy in that I would have to say. (laughs) Yeah. How did you overcome that? Um, I got some good coaching from people here for sure, from Mm. my supervisor, from others that uh, were involved in, in, that are involved in bringing on new staff. Um, But basically it came down to the fact that I, that this was going to be, I really wanted to do this job and I knew that if, that this was a requirement. And so I basically had to convince myself to ask anyways. And I went in almost expecting a no and preparing myself for a no, um, but was surprised to get some yeses. I actually got a no as one of my first responses and survived it. So I knew that I (laughs) I was going to be able to do that. Um, But uh, yeah, I think it just, um, it really came down to the fact that if I really wanted to do what God was what I felt that God was calling me to do, that this was going to be a requirement and he was going to equip me in the moment um, Mm. and give me the work. So true. Yeah, that's good insight. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's important for all of our staff, right, is remembering that this ministry uh, that God has called you to, it's not, uh, it didn't come as a surprise to God that you were going to have to raise support for this role, right? So if he's calling you Mm -hmm. to this ministry, he knows that you need to raise support and uh, he's going to be faithful to, you know, to to, to respond (laughs) with with provision. Like that's, uh, to me, that's kind of like part of the simple math. It's like, hey, if God Mm -hmm. really wants me to do this, he's going to provide. For sure. And it's not a surprise to him. So what mm-hmm. I'm like or or what I need to do. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Dana or Melissa, what were some of the challenges you, you faced when raising support? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, for me, going from being a frontline worker who was working directly with the youth uh, to an administrative role, um, suddenly no longer having my own stories of what's, what was mm-hmm. happening with the kids um, and, you know, telling people about training events instead, and it somehow feels not quite as exciting to share with, mm. with people um, because you're, you know, being used to the idea that um, that you're having an impact on the, directly on the kids and now having a more behind-the-scenes role. Uh, so I just had to learn to borrow stories from everybody else, basically. Mm. <laughs> right yeah those staff you're training they are working with the the young people right so um that's great how do you how do you borrow stories do you ask people uh either ask people or just pay attention like i find when uh when there's people coming through credentialing uh and you get to know them you start following them on facebook or getting their ministry updates uh and you and that's how you hear their stories more. Mm. And so if I, I find a story uh, that someone has shared, I'll kind of earmark that, oh, that's a good one that I could share as well with my ministry partners. Um, and I'll just ask them permission. Is it okay if I use that story? Cool. All right. And definitely ask permission, but very smart. <laughs> yeah. I think we could talk a little you? bit more about borrowing stories in a little bit here, because yeah. I think that is an <laughs> important aspect of uh of, of what uh, we're, we're going to address. Absolutely. How about you, Melissa? Uh, for me, it definitely is um, making it a priority. Um, I find that 
I often will pick up a task from somebody else that I would rather do than my own ministry partner development. Um, For sure. And it just, yeah, it, like the email box is always full. So then I'm like, oh, well, I'll do that before I do my thank you cards or my um, my meetings with people to maintain my support. So hmm. mm. I think that's something that probably is a challenge across the board. I know I face that. What what can we do when we are get distracted or um, don't make it a priority? How can we change that? Uh, for me, I definitely have found that when I schedule time each week, it is a lot helpful or like very helpful. And mm. like even for my thank you cards, I um, have a notification that comes to my email box um, every month that says, thank the people that uh, gave last month. Um, oh. so, so it just comes in my email and then I, it's a task I have to do. So it's, it's something that I can accomplish. <laughs> <laughs> you can check it off. Yes. <laughs> and that's something that us as admin people often like to do. Yes. Yes. So yeah. Yeah. It's good if you can find a way to schedule it. I I, I think that yeah. uh, very much like Naomi mentioned is a universal problem. Uh, it slips to the back burner and we need to figure out how to prioritize what we do in partner development uh, using whatever mm-hmm. you know, tools or systems work best for, for each of us. But uh the, uh, I think the key there is is somehow is making the mental switch that we don't see partner development as an additional uh, item that we do like, mm-hmm. in addition to our ministry, but we actually figure out how to how to frame it as part of our ministry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know it gets the attention it deserves because it is a vital part of our ministry. That's right. Absolutely. I'm curious, Um, actually just curious about that thought, right? Because so much of our partner development um, involves um, uh, communicating, but um, I think an important element is... um, is caring. And I think some of the task stuff, you know, could be particularly maybe easy for people who have an administrative bent. But I'm just wondering for you, uh, for, you for you folks who are doing it, you know, do you find um, the opportunity that you have to actually care for your partners, uh, sort of to take on that role of, of, of being a, uh, a prayer partner with them and stuff? Uh, how, how, does that, uh, how does that sit with, with uh, each of you? Well, I think uh, that that's actually become one of my favorite aspects of having a support team um, is uh, while I've invited people to come alongside me in my ministry, that I also have um, tried to commit myself to also walking with them. And so when there's um, opportunities, then I'm asking them if there's specific things I can pray about for them or ways in which I can support them. And um I think um, my my support base isn't a huge number of people, so I am able to keep up with most of them often in person uh, because of who they are and 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 how I know them. I I do see most of them on a ongoing basis, so um, being able to check in with them and uh, in keep track of what's going on in their lives and uh, things that are important to them. Um, you know, becomes a way that you can care for them on an ongoing basis without it drastically changing your life and not always being just a, an update letter or emails out, but just 
day-to-day life with people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess that depends on who your supporters are. But for me, that's that's been one of the things that I've, that's been a huge blessing to me by having this team that I now have. Mm. I like that. That's much more organic and natural. Mm-hmm. For sure. And a lot less intimidating. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. We do have a tendency sometimes to build partner development up into things that isn't, right? like projecting our own fears yeah. or anxieties or, you know, absolute worst nightmares. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I like the way, um, Jen, you talked about surviving the first no. And I think mm-hmm. that that's huge when you, when it feels like such an obstacle um, to get to the other side and go, okay, I, I did that. <laughs> if I can survive yeah. a no, then I can go out and do this again. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some other um, challenges you might face? Some some of those things that, um, what's the word that might cause you shame or fear? Um, what are what are those feelings that you associate with partner development? Uh, for me, it definitely in the beginning was uh, the idea that um, I came from a strong, a hardworking family, and it felt like this barrier that I was like, well, no, I've learned to work for, um, income. And so it Mm. was this, um, going, oh no, I'm not actually asking for me. I'm asking for the kids that I'm working for. Um, Mm. I'm asking for the, the youth that we're sharing the gospel with. Like that was the piece that, and it took almost two years into ministry to actually go, oh no, I'm saying yes to the kids and I'm asking for the kids not um for me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're an advocate yes <laughs> mm-hmm. that's great i actually think that there's a strong connection uh with that type of clarity uh of you know the the reason behind the ask uh, what what the true mm-hmm. partnership invitation is uh you have that kind of clarity takes away some of those fears and and other things that are in the mix. And I think also probably uh, helps us to better understand in our roles when we serve, you know, more administrative functions, helps us better understand how we fit in the overall ministry and the importance of that to, uh, you know, to, to, to the gospel work, right? Even though we're not on the front lines. How does that land with you guys? Yeah, I think like connecting what we do to the bigger picture is um, is what we need to do to convince people. I, I had somebody early on say to me, so are you asking me to pay you to go to work? And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think that's what Melissa was just speaking about, too. It's just it's it's how can we communicate that to people where we connect uh, some of the the uh, the tasks that we're doing that that aren't necessarily right on the front lines or directly uh, working with the youth, but but have people see the importance of you know everybody in our organization working together to impact youth and to have an effect on their lives, and so being able to do that well, I think is is our challenge, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, you know, being able to tell those stories or borrow those stories, I think Dana said, um, and and provide those connections for people is what is, you know, hopefully going to convince them of the value of them partnering with us and them seeing that they're part of a bigger picture as well. Mm -hmm. Um, 
it's not just supporting us, but that they're now playing a role through their support of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I even yeah, wonder... I would totally agree. Yeah, go ahead, Dana. Yeah, I would totally agree because uh, a lot of times uh, people don't really get to see the big picture of, of YFC in Canada. Mm-hmm. And so when you get the opportunity to share with them what we're really a part of, it's not just me all by myself here in Halliburton working. Uh, it's, you know, the Halliburton satellite is part of the Kawartha chapter, which is part of, you know, 39 chapters across Canada. And, and when you show them just how um, widespread the ministry is and the work that's being done all over the whole country, um, you can get excited about it and, and help others see how exciting it is to be part of the ministry. Mm. Mm. Sure. Yeah. That's great. I, I like to, sometimes I've asked this question to an admin staff, you know, when we've talked about partner development, it would, would be just to frame some of the thinking, what would happen if you weren't in your role doing the job you do? What would happen to the ministry in central Alberta, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, if there wasn't a Melissa there? Yeah. Something tells me nothing. (laughs) 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 Nothing good would come of that, I believe. (laughs) Yeah. Now that's very good. Well, also like like that. I could. I could make a joke right now about Brett, but... <laughs> oh, Brett Andrews, Director of People Development, who is your supervisor? You want yes. to go on record with yes, that one right know. now? <laughs> but I know Brett would be the first person would, to talk what about what Brett what would not Dana. be working, right? Without Dana. I think the whole team yes, would say Yes, we that. know how much he appreciates you. Yeah. Absolutely. But it's, and it, but it's more than just appreciation, right? It's, it's the vital work that mm-hmm. uh, people have to make the connection. Matter of fact, to be really blunt, I, I almost I would almost uh, push back on the idea of borrowing stories. Uh, I don't think you're borrowing stories. I, I think they are your stories as much as they are the frontline staff stories. It's mm, a good point. Yeah. yeah, because those staff can't serve if if they don't have people backing them up, if they don't have mm-hmm. people doing that work. And uh, it's part of the team, right? That that really, it, and I don't say that in 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 a in a, in a uh, trite way, you know. Like if we don't have people working in the admin roles, then um, our ministry doesn't happen. It it mm-hmm. can't function without without the admin staff. So I think somehow seeing that bigger picture is is vital. To understanding, you know, uh, our role and how we can ask for support. What are you guys thinking? Yeah, for sure. I think that sometimes some of the most um, receptive people to our ask might be others who work in non-ministry but still in an administrative role because mm-hmm. they get the importance of the roles, or people who have um, admin staff who assist them closely where they recognize the value of that. And I think those can be some of our um, you know, they may be easier people to ask for us because they get it. Yeah, They have a different yeah, appreciation yeah. for it um, because this isn't just something unique to YFC. Um, there's, you know, lots of big uh, organizations function uh, well because of people having multiple different kinds of roles. We need, mm-hmm. you know, God made somebody who wants to do everything and and made us all different for a reason so yeah. um sometimes asking those people can 
you know, you may have a certain sympathy they might have towards you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it could yeah. be a little bit like Dana was talking about there a moment ago too, right? Is that people probably in some cases don't understand just how much is actually happening and uh, how, how, you know, how vital the admin piece is because they don't realize that what we're talking about is much more than just our our, our, our lone ranger um, youth worker out there on the cutting edge of something in the community, right? There's there's mm-hmm. way more to it than that. And people may just simply not even understand that. Yeah, I like that image um, of being the body, right? The body mm-hmm. of Christ um, needs all the parts to work well together. And Youth for Christ needs every staff member and the gifts that we bring. Um, some A staff I recently received a letter from had moved from being a frontline staff to being um, a support staff in in um, human resources. And her analogy, somebody gave her the analogy, um, you move from being fingers to being the hand or the arm, something like that. Hmm. But I love that illustration of we all are so vital um, to the ministry that the fingers and the toes <laughs> and the mouth maybe does. Um, but without, we, we can't just be a finger we need the whole body in order to to work as an organization yeah yeah so i'm wondering uh from from the perspective of admin staff how how could frontline staff help you guys in your in your partner development are there ways in which the uh, staff around you could support you better Well, I think um, I've been able to, uh, in my role, to visit a lot of the ministries on site and even something as simple as somebody else taking a picture of you while you're there um, that you can use in your communication with your um, partners uh, can be really helpful because people respond well to photos and pictures and things they can see. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, sometimes it's something as simple and practical as that. Yeah. Um not just giving you opportunity to come, but just taking a picture of you <laughs> while you're there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I like that. That's great. Yeah, I like that too. That's a good one. Have uh, have you have you ever had anybody write kind of a little uh, recommendation note for you or something? Anybody say, hey, this is how my ministry is affected by by your role? If you're asking me, um, I have had people write that. I haven't used it really in mm-hmm. my communications with people, mm-hmm. but it's a great idea. <laughs> so yeah. probably mm-hmm. I should. Occasionally yeah. I, I've written down um, things people have said um, about the role of, of coaching and momentum or, or what it might be mm-hmm. and just written it down as a, a quote from a momentum participant um, to put in, in my communications because it's the same, the same deal. Like I don't, always know I don't have those frontline stories working hands-on with the youth but I'm, I'm working with staff who are then impacting youth mm-hmm. um so having writing things down right away is important otherwise I forget <laughs> keeping a yeah. good file open on that stuff yeah yeah I can yeah sure how about leadership? Is there a way that the leadership could help um, support admin staff in their in their ministry partner development? Uh, my executive director is great at that. Like if if uh, one of our admin staff is struggling to write a letter, he'll often 
help um, share some of the greater vision um, in the organization, just to help re- remind the staff that their position has value. If that mm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's great. Yeah. Even kind of the idea of a recommendation, like um, to have your supervisor write on your behalf about um, how your role uh, is important to the team. Yeah. Uh, mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's no, a form so of adv- advocacy, right? Is is somebody yes. saying, yeah. "Hey, this is this is how important uh, you know, this p- person is to what we do." Mhm. Absolutely. Well, I I think that maybe we should be looking at wrapping up, but yet did mm-hmm. you have a final thought? Um you're going to somebody was going to jump in there. I I was just going to say um my supervisor and I actually uh go to the same church. So we have a lot of friends in common and some of our supporters are in common. And we've been able to actually uh, join together on some of our partner development in terms of um, hosting uh, dinners for potential supporters. Mm-hmm. Um, and that uh, also participating in marathons together with a shared team where people are um, fundraising on behalf of both of us and both of our ministries. So I think that mm. things like that, when you can join together with somebody else, perhaps, um, uh, just help to connect that bigger picture for people. Um, and they can just see that, you know, it shows them people are working together um, and just gives them that bigger picture perspective, I think. Mm. Yeah. And that's been helpful that. for us. Fantastic. Um, so I guess in final, in closing, are there... Uh, a few words that you might give to a new administrative staff who is coming on and starting to raise their support. What would you tell them? Uh, the first thing I would tell them is that they get to raise their support. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, unlike some unfortunate administrative people who, who don't have to or don't, don't get to. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, uh, and that it really it really helps uh, solidify the calling uh, that you are part of the ministry. You are a missionary just as much as everybody else who works for YFC. Uh, so don't think of yourself as only an administrative worker, um, mm. but to to think of yourself as an administrative missionary uh, who gets to raise your support. Awesome. I 100% agree with you, Dana. You said it so well. And just, uh, it's been an unexpected um, blessing to be able to now have this team that stands behind what I do and to know that I go into each day with that group behind me. Um, And just to try and get people that are newer to see that perspective, uh, even though it's still something that intimidates me, quite honestly, but, um, but the benefits that come from it are just more than I could have imagined. Yeah, and for mm-hmm. me, I would just say to enjoy the journey. Um, it's like there's ups and downs in ministry, and there's accounts where or days where you look oh look at your account and go oh no, um, and then God <laughs> surprises you um, yeah. with with a large donation, and you're just like oh I was not expecting that, and it's just it's a up and down journey, and just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, those surprises and blessings are just um, such affirmation. Uh, and confirmation of that call that God has placed upon you. Mm. Thank you, ladies, so much for joining us and the insights that you've given today. Mm-hmm. 
Thanks so much. Yeah. And uh, I would say to a new staff, too, if you're listening, if you haven't ever explored uh, momentum and partner uh, development coaching, um, we would love to chat with you, something that uh, we really enjoy. Uh, it's a privilege, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can get in touch with us, uh, momentum at yfccanada.org. And uh, we would, uh, yeah, we, we would value that. I, I can't say how much I enjoy it because it's, I shouldn't get to have this much fun is kind of what it comes down to. <laughs> it's true. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, and have a wonderful day. Thanks so much. Thanks. thanks.